0: A fresh episode of Business Growth Show. I'm your host Sam Dunning, co-owner over at WebChoiceUK.com, and today I'm joined by Ty Frankel. Ty teaches agency owners how you can scale super fast. He owns and runs Agency Empire, a robust growth platform and community for agency owners. Ty, welcome to the show, sir. How's it going, Sam? It's a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. No worries, dude. Looking forward to it. So we're going to be chatting and sharing all about how you can easily. Meetings using LinkedIn with those big juicy companies and start landing some high value high-ticket deals, my friends. Yes, so first and foremost, why if if anyone tuning in isn't yet using LinkedIn to, to generate these generate business, why why should they why should they be on the platform? Uh, it's easy. Simple <laughs> That's as. really
1: it. Simple, it's <laughs> easy. You create a post, it might take you 10-15 minutes a day um if you know you're a little more experienced it'll take you less and less time and just make your profile look really good and it's just be- like a beautiful place to grow your network to get new deals to build relationships and friendships it's so high leverage so i would recommend everyone grow their their personal brand i guess on linkedin yeah yeah, yeah, makes
0: sense. I mean, for example, here at Web Choice, without boring everyone of the details too much, I think right now it's our third best performing channel. And that's just from the organic content I put out. So we we do about six figures roughly a year just through the LinkedIn content. Crazy. Um, Congrats, man. No, cheers, dude. And that's under SEO and PPC, which are kind of the, the first and second top spot. But if I can do it, then anyone can. And you're going to share with us some strategies. I'm going to learn some stuff and everyone tuning in should as well. Um, so, and, and on that note, you mentioned kind of LinkedIn can be good for other things, not just generating business, but partnerships, referrals and stuff like that. Because um, I know when I first joined back, however many years it was, I just thought it was an online CV. And obviously over the years, the platform itself has grown and changed and evolved. And a lot of people have come in and made fortunes from that. Um, are there certain usages you, you find that have been prominent for yourself in terms of getting things out of LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, growing my net, I mean, growing my network. I One thing I like to do is I like to connect with people that are doing cool shit and I like to talk to them and, you know, try to help them out um, with whatever they're doing, whether that's if I can make an intro, if I could send them resources, um, if I can give them a little bit of knowledge, if there's any way I could help out and just build my network that way. And then so many more things open up. Like the bigger your network is, the more deep and intimate you have your relationships are with people inside your rolodex and you in your network. Um, the more leverage you have to do anything in business. So if you want to get, you know, partnerships, referrals. Um, you know, if you want to know X, Y, Z. If you want to hire someone, right? You could reach out to your network and try to hire someone. If you want an introduction made to a specific person, you could go out and ask people and see on LinkedIn if anyone you know is connected to them and ask them for a for a warm intro. Where you're guaranteed basically to get a reply. So it's just a great place to facilitate almost every single thing you do in business. Right? You can connect with people anywhere from people that are unemployed on LinkedIn to CEOs of hundred million dollar and billion-dollar SaaS companies. It's it's crazy.
0: Yeah. 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 Like like you say, the possibilities is is endless. And I suppose unlike a lot of channels, you can you can quite literally hunt for for the target customer that you want using the search facility and you've got so many options in terms of finding them outreaching to them using their network leveraging your network your friends network etc which i'm sure we'll get into so with that all said sir what is the process how does one go about booking meetings with um idle clients what i guess to kick this off what are the initial considerations we need to think about before we start I guess connecting with people, sending sales pitches, or or do we even yeah. do that? Let let me know what what your uh, your process is.
1: So there's a few different strategies, right? And one strategy I have now actually, so I have a membership site and like a growth platform for agency owners, right? And I have an offer that's just so damn good for SaaS companies. I basically say, hey, I'm going to give you free distribution inside Agency Empire, like let's work together. Give my members a discount. I'll give my members access to your software. They'll, you know, they'll discover it. They'll use the code or link or whatever, um, and sign up and become your customers. And that offer is just so good. The SAS companies are losing nothing by doing that. All they are, all they're doing is just gaining. Right. So if you have an offer, that's just that good, then it's very easy to sell on LinkedIn. Um, And it's very easy to do cold email and things like that. The thing is like, offer is everything, right? Offer is everything on LinkedIn. Offer is everything on cold email. So how to make your offer great, obviously make sure that they can make a lot of money, save a lot of money or save a lot of time. Dang, my whole nose is itching here, crazy. But make make a lot of money, save a lot of money or save a lot of time. um, And then mitigate any downside or risk. Right, so it's like okay. For example, if you're selling a service for three thousand dollars a month, offer a money back guarantee with that. Right. If you're selling a service for three thousand a month, think of doing a performance based deal, because then the risk is is they're not paying you three thousand dollars every month. Instead, they're just paying you money on money they on a percentage on money they actually make. So there are different things you can do to improve your offer. Once that's done, you want to personalize. At a very high level. And that's not just using someone's first name, right? That's actually going and writing content, the actual body of the outreach message about that specific person, about their company, about where they went to school, whatever. If I would write it about me, for example, right? I would write, and feel free to look at my LinkedIn profile for, for a reference, but I would write like, hey, Ty um agency empire looks awesome for agency owners and i can't believe you produced songs for Fortnite. that's my favorite video game something like that where it's like okay this person really took the time to actually do at least a little bit of research about me right do that and then you could you could put a good amount of social proof in the middle with a cta you can make a sales pitch if it's like for example my sales pitch for these SaaS companies is hey could get you distribution it's literally four words, right? Could get you distribu- distribution, let's talk. And when your offer is that good, that's all you got to do. You don't have to have this huge paragraph. You don't have to go back and forth 10 messages, right? Trying to get, build a relationship with them or whatever. You could just state your offer in a small amount of words and actually get a lot of interest.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's that's some useful stuff around, around offer. Um, I guess making it irresistible, eliminating risk and adding that trust element with with things like social proof reviews testimonials and all that good stuff yeah so that's kind of strategy tactics in terms of i guess have you got any advice tie around how we should so let's say um for for example sakes perhaps we're we're a SaaS company and we want to bring on board some I don't know, we need to target some CROs, chief revenue officers or sales directors, whatever the job role we're going yeah. after that typically buy our stuff. Um, how do we, what's your process for actually nailing down? Do you, do you make a list of people you want to target using LinkedIn and then start messaging them with your approach there? Or is there some an, another way we need to do it? Or is it a bit, bit more randomized? Or how, how does it work right. for you?
1: Man, on LinkedIn, they just impose that, what, 100, 100 new connections a week, limit or 100 connection requests a week limit 100 to 150 i think so that kind of messed with the automation like before you could send what an unlimited amount of connection requests i'm pretty sure that messes that messes with it so what you want to do now is you want to get the most out of every single connection request right so it's like why not do it manually of course have some templates that you use but those templates need to include a good amount of personalization you could also include. Um, what I like to do is I like to include a PS at the end and put another little bit of personalization in there as well. Um, but in terms of targeting, you know, use, using Sales Navigator is really good to get to someone very, very specific. Um, or you could just use LinkedIn's LinkedIn's built-in search. And I mean, you could only send a hundred to one hundred and fifty connection requests a week. So what I do is I do it all manually because. The, the offer is just like worth so much to me in agency empire, right? If we get one SaaS company, that's, it's worth it doing manual outreach. But what you could also do is you could hop on one of these um, automation platforms like expandy. I know we have like a 30% discount in there um, in agency empire actually on expandy um, hop on one of these platforms, set up your campaigns, you know, your drip campaigns have three or four messages, right? So it's like you have the connection message, You have all these follow-up messages once they do connect, if they don't respond to it. And once they respond, the the campaign's over. Now you have to get in there manually and start messaging back and forth. Um, But make sure you have actually compelling copy and you make it personalized. You make it benefit-driven. You're addressing a serious problem they have. Because all the connection requests that I get, literally, I go through the connection requests. They're just horrible. And they're, they're like centered about, they're like about you. It's about, it's all about me, me, me. It's like, Hey Ty, I'm looking to expand my network. Yeah. Why do I care about what you're trying to do? Everyone is selfish inherently. You want to make it about the other person, right? Personalize it, not just first name, make it about the other person, benefit driven, address a real problem. um, And you'll be successful. I mean, you just got to target well, right? Make sure you're, you're, whoever you're you're, you're reaching out to has a problem.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right in terms of the, the connection requests. I mean, I'm Crazy. sure you're just like me. You get get tons tons a day and half of them are just saying, I want to do X, Y, Z, Z or I want to join your network or I want to sell you this shit or whatever it might be. Um, and it's like you could literally look at my profile for five seconds, rip off something from there, put my name in and that would be better than what you're doing. And I'm
1: probably going to click accept yeah. if you do. Um, exactly. I click accept every direct... time on a personalized yeah. request. Like if it's well personalized, I realize that person has high self-awareness. So they're probably going to be successful in business. That's just an indicator. If someone sends personalized outreach, you know, something that's very personalized, it's like, oh, they do LinkedIn outreach well. So they probably do other things very well. Yeah. So I, yeah. I accept it more times than not. If it's not, if it's like I'd like to add you to my network, I literally ignore all of those.
0: Yeah. I guess it puts you on a, a good, good foot, a good footing, a good starting point. If you get get that right when you're actually doing the initial personalised um, request and taking the time to look at that for profile, sure. once once you have connected, is there any etiquette to actually doing that initial? Do we call it a pitch in terms of the framework you've just shared with there? In terms of how you put your message across and your your offer, um, or should we just go for it straight away? Or what what have you seen that's that's working for you or clients?
1: What's working for me is just to pitch in the connection request and okay. the offer is just so good. I'm just like, basically how my format is with these SaaS companies that I wanna, you know, get inside agency empire, hey, first name. And then I write a personalized first line about them specifically, right? I just, I give you guys an example of one I would write about myself. And then I literally just write, could get you dist- distribution, let's talk, tie. And I've gotten meetings with like CEOs of like 50 million, $100 million SaaS companies. <laughs> Off that message alone. So the personalization kind of breaks down the barrier of them actually giving attention to your outreach. Okay, this person did research about me. He knows about me. Maybe what he's offering actually is catered to me directly. So I'm going to actually read the rest of his pitch now. I read the rest of his connection message. Um, Not everyone has as good an offer as I have for SaaS companies, right? So... What you want to do is you want to have social proof. What I like doing is a one to two sentence case study. Right. I could you could say, like, let's say you're a Facebook ads agency. You could be like, just um, you know, just made an extra 30K a month revenue for X company. Um, let's chat about doing the same or something like that, where you're just having you have social proof, you have that greeting, personalized first line, you have some kind of social proof, and you have a CTA. Yeah. Um, on LinkedIn, people say it's different. Okay. They like to do social selling, but for me, like if your offer is just that good, why are you wasting, a, wasting time with a prospect? Like they're not going to appreciate you 10, 15, 20 messages. And then you go and sell them on something. They're they going to suss that out more often than not. So what I would do and what's, what's worked for me is just go straight for the sell in the connection, not for the sell. Sorry. Pitch a, you want to, sell a phone call you're not selling your service sure right so sell a phone call on the collect on the connection message if you have a really great offer and you personalize it it's going to do well more often than not
0: got it i like that because it's it's different and there's there's a lot of people that say you shouldn't kind of pitch or do anything like in the connection request and i kind of like the fact that you're being transparent because ultimately social selling even if you are just putting out organic posts on linkedin the, the for me, certainly, the reason I talk about websites and SEO and give tips every day is because I want people to come to me when they need, right. need those services. I'm not doing it for my health; I'm doing it for the business <laughs> as wealth. Um, yeah. So, yes, yeah, very. You know blunt. why they say?
1: You know why they say don't pitch? Because they're really saying, don't pitch if your pitch sucks and if your offer sucks. Mm. If your if your pitch is really good and your offer is just really good, it would really improve a prospect's life. It's low risk, right? And the uh, the upside is great. Yeah, the, the prospect wants you to pitch them. They want their life to improve. They want to, you know, if you target well, they're going to want to buy your service a lot of the time. So you're improving people's lives. That's the mindset you have to have. You can't have the mindset of, oh, I don't want to pitch because I have to get them to know them per- first. My offer isn't good enough. No, improve your offer. So it's really, really, really good. It's unique not a three thousand dollar facebook ads retainer that everyone's pitching you left and right it's more unique than that if you're selling facebook ads you can make your offer more unique than that right so if your offer truly improves your prospects lives pitch like pitch them but you're pitching a phone call you're not pitching you're not like hey let's get started today yeah in the message you're like hey let's hop on a call or something like that sure
0: Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, you're selling the very start, first meeting, or whatever that might be in your sales process. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So let's say um let's say we get a connection accepted, um, but perhaps they don't respond to the message. Is there like a follow-up process that you've got, Ty, or is there some kind of sequence that we should do to then kind of follow up that message
1: with? Yeah. You could you could do a quick bump. You know, it depends on your first message, what it was. Did you actually sure did you actually try to sell a phone call or were you trying to do some social selling? If you're trying to do social selling that it's fine. It works. Um, you know, so build a relationship with them in that case, find out what their pain points are, try to help them out. If you have any free resources, send it their way. Yeah. Um, you know, comment on their posts or whatever, like build a, build a relationship. Right. And then you could sell on the back end. Cool. But if you're trying to sell right away, then you could bump it up, you know, Hey, Just check me in. Did you see this? Or literally just have to, um, what's it called? Shift, shift six, like where it says like the little triangle. That's what I like to do.
0: Uh, It's like a little
1: triangle and like, hey, I just post, (laughs) you know, it's kind of reminding them, hey, I sent you this message before. The key, The key also is like non-neediness. People really sense if you're needy. So you want to keep your messages short. If you have really long messages, people either think you're copying and pasting them, templates, or you're just... Super needy, which indicates you have a low quality product or service you're trying to sell them. If you're not needy, you don't care, you just send them the two quick um triangles or whatever. Just, hey, see what I posted as a follow-up. That indicates non-neediness, it's just a quick short message, right? That's yep. something I like doing. And then I like also adding more social proof. Okay. So you could be like, hey, just got another, you know, huge win. Um for X client, you know, we got Y result or whatever. Let's talk. Or are you free, you know, next week to chat? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's
0: basically the opposite of all the sales pitches that I imagine anyone that's on LinkedIn is getting, where you just get like a three-paragrapher that just says, we work for XY company. Let me introduce myself. We've won awards for XYZ. Here's our work. When is a great time for a 45-minute consult call? And by the time you've read it, you've fallen asleep, you need a beer, and you're ready to finish. Um, Uh (laughs) So, yeah yeah that's short, funny man short and sweet and no attachment to the outcome yeah i like that yeah. so um
1: outcome yeah I mean, maybe
0: they, those are all those are all solid points so that's that's kind of outreach and and putting together tailored personalized requests and messages to to idle prospects um are there any other considerations we should think about on outbound or should we now perhaps chat chat about kind of a, a few best practices when it comes to getting these meetings inbound on linkedin time
1: yeah, I mean, with outbound, your profile really makes a difference as well. Okay. I mean, you got to have great social proof. If you have any testimonials, case studies, upload those. Um, the amount of followers obviously makes a difference. I mean, sh- sure, some people think it's important. Some think it's don't. It- it's not, but it does. People go on your profile. They see thirty thousand followers. They're gonna, you know, respect you, um, even though maybe you don't deserve that respect. Much more than they would respect someone with. 200 connections. So followers are important. Get out there, start posting content, start getting it distributed. Um, and just have a really good profile because no one's going to respond to you on outbound, especially on LinkedIn without clicking your profile first. Yeah. I guarantee that there's like a, it's gotta be like less than five, 10% of people who respond to a sales message um, without clicking the person they're responding to's profile. So You got to have high levels of of social proof of authority. Um, Teach people about what you do. Teach people about your product or service or what you actually provide. Um, If you teach someone, right? If you teach people through your content and people are commenting and they're learning and they're excited, people view you as this authority figure because you're teaching others how to do what you do, right? If you post results you did with other clients, that's really good. For example, you helped the e-com store, you know, boost their revenue by three million dollars. Write about that. Write about the results you did. Write about how you did that. And just build that authority. So when people now they click, you know, you pitch them, you send outreach to them, they click your profile, you're just like this amazing um person at what they do.
0: Yeah. Nice. Nice. Important. Um it's it's amazing how powerful LinkedIn can be. I don't know if I've shared this story before, but as, as I said, my, my posts are pretty much geared on educating people around websites, SEO, giving them tips, and then every now and then we'll share a case study. Um, now, I've been doing that for, what, one and a half, two years, something like that. And I guess the strongest re- example I've got is when someone referred me to a business um, for SEO in this case, and they basically said, look, you need to talk to Sam to help with your e-commerce store SEO to get you ranked on Google, etc. Set up a call with them. Because they had, I'd never spoken to this person that referred me ever, by the way. Um, He just introduced me straight away, said, look, can you get on a Zoom with this company that needs your help because I'm working with them on something else in their business? Mm. Introed me. It was basically sold before I even had to speak a word because he'd hyped me up so much because he'd been following me for so long. (laughs) All they really asked was kind of, Sam, you need to learn a bit more about a business. What kind of solution would you recommend? And then they said, let's sign. So it just shows you how powerful this can be because people have bought into you from the content you're putting out over time, have built um, the trust in you as a kind of, I guess, expert in your field mm-hmm. um, that, that that can come across. So if it can work for me, it can work for anyone, um, just like it's working yeah. for you, Ty and many other thousands and thousands, millions of people that are using the, the platform.
1: hundred percent. hundred
0: percent. So... Any, we've done profile optimization a bit on the show before, but any kind of best practices, just a, a quick run through a few bullets in terms of kind of what people should consider on their profile, Ty?
1: Yeah, just a, a tagline that makes sense, that kind of, you know, an external facing tagline, right? So someone reading your profile, they want you want to speak directly to them. And that's like a, that's a theme throughout your whole profile. So speak directly to your prospects, or customers or clients or whatever. And then high levels of social proof. Keep it short. What I like to do is I like to be high energy and charismatic. Um, I try to match my my personality, how I am in real life. Talk like you would in real life. I mean, that's just basic copywriting. Talk like you would in real life. Most people don't do that. They try to be too formal. Casual doesn't mean unprofessional, right? Casual just means friendly and personable be it could mean very professional so that's what i would recommend and then just like incredibly high levels of social proof just build that up like that's what's going to invoke the trust in your prospect to actually want to reach back out to you so case studies testimonials video testimonials results you've gotten all those are are really good yeah
0: yeah yeah so that does that just mean kind of pasting a a couple testimonials inside the profile about
1: section or what does that look like i would keep it you could put it no i don't think you can put it in the about because it doesn't you have to like triple click the link and paste it into your browser to see it i'm pretty sure so i think in experiences is good right if i'm not mistaken i could be totally off base here but in experiences is good um in your featured section it's also really good like especially if you're selling a service it's really good. I mean, if you're building a personal brand, put your put your email newsletter in there, put your um best offer that you're selling, maybe a top of the funnel offer, lead magnet, things like that. But if you're selling a service, put results in there, put testimonials in there, case studies and just overload them with social proof. The more the merrier, basically. There's never enough social proof that you could you could provide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um and in terms of the actual content. So I know Ty on your post you get a heck of a lot of traction, as it were, you get a lot of views, you get a lot of likes, a lot of comments, a lot of engagement. Um are there any best practices or any tips, tricks, hacks that you've um that you could recommend when it comes to not only putting out content like we were talking about that kind of positions you as a, a trusted advisor in your space. So it also helps attract inbound as well as the outbound strategies, but any other ways for getting it distributed um and getting getting potential prospects to view your content
1: yeah so what i do and i'm not ashamed of this at all bashful whatever is and there's no there's no reason to be really it's just a game that you're playing after all right so what i do is i pay three or four people maybe three people now i think one one um we ended the relationship with where they have a big audience in a specific niche and my niche probably marketing agencies um, things like that. And we pay them every month, right? I pay them every month. I'm not going to disclose the amount, but they have hundreds of thousands of followers combined, you know, three of these people. And they comment and like on every single one of my posts. And what that does is LinkedIn's algorithm now picks it up and it shows my posts to their followers, right? right. And every single post that I make, you get pretty much guarantee 10,000 views. And I started doing this August 21st of 2021. Okay. And you could see there's a stark difference. It's not because I started writing better content. It's not because anything else. It's because I started actually paying for distribution. I did that on LinkedIn. It worked really well. I did something similar, but a, a little different. And I actually wasn't paying on Twitter. I just had homies and friends who would like and reply um, and retweet from time to time as well. But all social media is, is a content and a distribution game. And then your profile has to convert them. If you have great content, great. That's step one. If you have distribution, now you're getting great a lot of eyeballs on your content. Okay? So they're going to click your profile and be curious about who you are. Now, if your profile converts them into leads or into customers or clients, now you're getting a shit ton of you know leads, customers, or clients. You're making a lot of money from your social media profile. So it's content distribution, profile, and then whatever backend you have set up to get followers to convert them into actual money, right? Leads, customers, clients.
0: Yeah. 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 That's, that's nicely summed up. And, and that's a big part of it, right? Cause especially when people start on LinkedIn, it's quite hard work. And it's also in the sense that you might put out a post, it might get zero or one like, and then you might do this, consistently for a day for well every once a day it's or crazy. once a week day and then you'll slowly get more and more engagement more views more likes but it's not fast um certainly from my experience it took a long time to and i still don't get masses of likes and comments on my post which doesn't frustrate me too much because i'm gearing it to a specific audience that perhaps interest in what we offer um and every now and then we'll get inquiries but what you've shared there it sounds like it's almost a rocket booster to um get your post in front of these contacts that have got massive networks so all of their network all of their thousands of thousands of contacts will then see your post so then the potential is is huge for for getting that inbound because it's the distribution is massive more people going to click through your profile and then i guess more inbound leads
1: that's what it is and how you do it naturally is you build relationships with these people naturally so if you don't want to pay people Great. First of all, it's going to be more inconsistent. No one's going to comment on your post every single day. They will from time to time, but it's most likely not who you want to do that. Um, But what you can do if you want to do this for free is just build relationships with people that have a lot of engaged followers on LinkedIn. So how you build a relationship is basically how you do B2B outreach, other than you're not pitching a product or service. You're just adding value to their lives. So you suss out. First of all, you connect with them, make it personal. You suss out a specific problem that they might have, okay? Maybe to fix that problem, you can make an introduction for them. Maybe you can provide them with a free resource. Maybe if you have a SaaS product or an info product or whatever, a service, you can provide them something for free, okay? And you just keep adding value to their lives. You comment on their posts. You like their posts. You engage. You ask them questions, okay? You don't waste their time. No one likes to, to waste time with a stranger. No one's just gonna, hey, how are you doing? No one's gonna reply to that. Send them a message with actual value. Yeah. Okay. If you do that and you build relationships, they're automatically gonna gravitate towards your posts and start commenting on their posts just on reciprocation. Just based off that reciprocation of, oh, this person's done a lot for me. He's added a lot of value from my lo- to my life. He hasn't asked for anything yet. I'm going to go and add a little bit of value back to their lives by commenting on their posts. And through that, you know, you can get to 10, 20, 30, 50, hundreds of influencers eventually. And your posts are now going to blow up because you have those deep, genuine, intimate relationships and lots of influencers are now commenting on your posts. So you can also do it without paying. Yep. I do both. I, I pay. So I have that consistency on every single post. And then I also build relationships with people like you, with people like, Justin Welsh and tons of other people as well.
0: Sure. Cool, man. Well, that's that's two nice ways to to build your network, get your get your content in front of a a big audience. And ultimately that's what people
1: miss. They just think if they make the content, it's gonna and it's great content, it's gonna have a lot of views. It's not how it works. You need distribution, which means other people with an engaged following that engage with you. There's that's a deal breaker. You need that. So if you go about that. Without paying or with paying, whichever way you do it, just make sure it actually works.
0: This distribution is one of the things that hamstring many marketing strategies. So it's, it's just like starting a podcast. You can start a podcast. You might start with no listeners. You've got to get it in front of people, whether that's sharing on social, sharing it to email lists, putting it on your website, getting your guests to share it, yeah. um, starting SEO flowing through putting out blogs and articles and all that good stuff. So yeah, like like many things, it needs to get distributed in front of the right people to to get the results you want. So yeah, nice summary, dude. So that's, that's pretty much it. I think in terms of today's show, Are there any final notes that you think people need to consider before we wrap things up, sir.
1: I think that's it. I think we covered it. I mean, I've been able to get about 2000 new followers a month on LinkedIn with, with my strategy. Um, Well, another thing you could do is if you have another pro, another social media, like I had Twitter, I was banned like a month and a half ago had a good amount of followers on there and I used to just take the best content, the, the, um, content that performed the best on Twitter yep. and repurpose it to LinkedIn. And Twitter was kind of like, um, you know, I tested it on there and the best content yeah. I just took that. And I, I knew some content performed amazingly on Twitter and I kind of repurposed purpose purposed it for LinkedIn, posted it. It didn't perform well, but most of it did. Most of it at least had some kind of translation, if you have another platform that you could test your content out on, do it. And then just take the best content and put it on LinkedIn. That's what I would recommend as well.
0: Yeah, that's a smart idea because you know it's already got a, a good en- amount of engagement and people enjoyed it. I've got one other point which I've which has just come to my to my mind. Um now and feel free to to say this is a load of BS, but I know some some people that post on LinkedIn say before you put out a piece of content, if you want it to perform its best, you need to Warm up the algorithm um, in inverted com- comments, meaning mm. you need to, there's different, people have got different ways of describing this, but you need to comment on X amount of posts or like X amount of posts or do these things that basically show, so you know, when you're scrolling on the LinkedIn feed on your mobile, or your PC, whatever, you can see that tires like this post or tires comment on this post. So you do that on several posts. So it warms up the algorithm. So it gets your name out there. Let's say you do a post every morning before you do your morning post. And then your post is going to get more traction. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I have no thoughts on that. Does that actually work? That's dope. I
0: don't know, but I've heard it from a from a few guys on LinkedIn. So I kind of do it. So I might wake up in the morning, set up, and then do engage on a few posts and then put mine out. Um, not that I can say I've got a massive strategy, like I know some do kind of comment on certain influences, like people with high networks, large networks like you were talking about, and then they'll put their own post out but that's not something you've you've done much of i guess
1: i mean i know that's i know it's important i don't do it right before i post i just do it whenever and i I, it's definitely part of my strategy commenting on other people's posts but not necessarily right before i post and i mean take a look at my engagement if you think it's good then maybe it's unnecessary but maybe maybe it would help
0: whatever you're doing it's working sir so uh yeah with that with that ty, thanks for, thanks very much for coming on man enjoyed the conversation thanks for sharing your tips and um, do tell us more about how people can learn from you a bit more about your business and a bit the best way for
1: people to get in touch absolutely so quickly I mean best way to get in touch tie ty at tyfrankel.com. shoot me an email um, always respond most of the time respond if it's a good if shoot me a good email <laughs> that's worth responding to um man I own a, a growth platform in a community for agency owners called agency empire. And how I created this is I basically tried to think, okay, what was the way I could help agency owners scale the most in the most leveraged way and just provide them with everything they need. And we're doing that with agency empire. So you come in, you get discounts on 19, I think software products. Now it's going to be over 50 within a couple months, there's master classes, there's live Q and A's there's workshops. Um, there's a community aspect to it. There's no effort networking, so we build your network for you. We build you a referral alliance. You could sell your agency on the back end. There's buyers and investors that we have. Um, definitely missing a couple of things. There's service partners, so we work with like SEO people and Google Ads people and no code automation consultants, anyone who you'd possibly want to hire to scale as an agency. We have on board um put them through a very stringent vetting process to make sure they'll get you the results that you need. And yeah, I mean try it out. It's like a buck for 14 days. I mean, if you don't like it, you lost a dollar. I mean, you know, if you're scared about losing a dollar, don't try it. <laughs> but if you can afford to 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 lose a dollar, um try it out. See if you like it. If you don't, no harm, no foul. Um empire.to. Yeah, I mean my plan is to get that thing to 3000 members within 12 months. We have some really cool things lined up, some really cool partnerships as well with some big companies. Excited. Nice one, man. And we'll put all those links over on the show notes at
0: businessgrowth.marketing. And with that, I want to thank you for coming on once again.
1: Thank you, Sam. It's a pleasure.
0: No worries, man. And as always, if you enjoyed today's show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We interview business leaders each and every week to provide actionable marketing tips to grow your business and grow your sales revenue. And with that, we should catch you on the next one.